Welcome to The Intentional Bride, a space created to nurture your heart in God's love. Let's get intentional. Hey and welcome to another episode of The Intentional Bride. I'm excited to be here today. Today's just me, so I'm excited, excited, excited to share on this topic. So today I'll veer a bit from the norm. And I just want to highlight on some of the lessons that I learned last year and that I have carried as well into 2021. And I think this is so important for everybody to hear, to just set the tone for their year. If there's anybody out there who started their year and it's not quite feeling on track, or if there's anyone out there who's like, yes, I've started the year perfect and I just need that boost to keep going, And also as well, if there's anyone out there who just needs a map, you know, something, direction, a light, this is for you. So last year was a turning, a transition year for me. And I really do appreciate God slowing down everything. And I was was just reflecting and thinking to myself that this thing, this pandemic and everything that we're going through is just really, I think the main purpose, honestly, is to just slow us down and cause us to come into a place of self-reflection, self-development, as well as a place where we repent and reconnect with our maker. Because whether you like it or not, in some way, life has slowed down for you at one point or the other. So for me, these are the lessons that took me through that season. A very, it was a very difficult season, but it's also a season where I saw God come through for me over and over and over again. And I'll never get tired of saying thank you because his love overpoured and showed up for me in a way that I have never seen before. Lesson number one is God loves you and he will never fail you. His words for you are yes and amen. I saw God teach me concepts, new concepts, give me a roadmap on business strategy. I saw him create in me a new mind, a new heart a new existence. I saw him redefine me, reestablish, rename, and reform me for his glory. And this is how I know that God's love will never fail you. His words for you, his words for your situation are yes and amen. It doesn't matter if it's been rough. It doesn't matter if it's been good or bad. His love remains constant. And that's the first lesson that I will carry through to 2021 and hold on to. God's love will never fail me. The second lesson is he is big on personal development and he holds the manual on your life. So for me, I discovered that if I want to grow, I need to go back to the creator, the one who knows me better than I know myself. For me to be able to pursue my purpose and my interests and develop myself, I need him as a guide to do this and this is scriptural we find this in jeremiah 29 11 for i know the plans that i have for you says the lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope god's plans for you were already pre-ordained in the same jeremiah he says i needed you in your mother's womb before i formed you i knew you who better else to talk to who better else to rely on for guidance when you are seeking direction in your life. It goes on to say, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. That's verse 12. And in verse 13, it says, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. 
in 2020, I went on a journey of self-discovery. And I was like, God, I want you to reintroduce me to myself. I want to discover this person that you created. You spent time on me. You knitted me in my, mo- in my mother's womb. Every single cell in my body calls out your praise. So I want to know why am I here? What is my purpose? Why am I in existence? Who do I serve? Whose life will I change? In my area of business, in my area of family, in my area of as a citizen of Kenya, how can I make change? How can I effect change in these areas? And I began to see him slowly but surely unfold these plans before my very eyes. They are vast. They are different. They are. They call you into a sp- into a space of isolation. Sometimes they call you into a space of of just being. You know, it's just you and him, you and him. And that is the most beautiful process that I have encountered and I will continue on it in this year. The third thing that I would say is awareness, awareness, awareness. Awareness of yourself and an awareness of who you are in Christ. This is so important. Do not associate your failings or whatever you go through with God's ability for your life. Be aware that life happens, things happen, disappointment will come, death can come, tragedy, heart, failure can come. But God is not associated to those earthly things. God is associated to himself. He is beyond a measure through our, the circumstances that happen to us. So it's all about jumping the hurdles with God and keeping it moving. He didn't promise that disaster would not happen. He didn't promise that it wouldn't be rough, but he promised to see you through. So if you are breathing in 2021 and you are listening to this, you have every reason to say, thank you, God. I have somehow evaded this virus. And for you who has probably gotten the virus and survived, you need to tell God, thank you that I am alive, that I am here. I want to know why did you spare me when others are dying? What is your purpose for my life? Keep it moving. Paul said it best. He said that he will continuously press towards the goal. And it says in in Philippians, I think it's 3, not that I have all, now that I have already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Jesus' sacrifice on the cross laid hold for you, your destiny, your purpose. It's preordained, it's done. You need to just continue to press through, even when things come, even when challenges come, even when it seems hopeless. Press through, press through, and I promise you will see God come through for you. This God that I serve He's a constant God. He's a never failing God. He's an awesome God. And he is a constant God. Lesson number four, life and death is in your tongue. Proverbs 18, 21 says, the tongue has the power of life and death. The stakes are high. Your words can either speak life or your words and speak death. Or your words can speak death. Our tongues can build up others or they can tear down. So, your words are life. Your words are death. It's up to you. What do you want to see? What do you want to perceive? Speak it. Speak the things that are not as if they are. 
For instance, you're, you've been looking to God to get married. It's been five, six years of waiting or more. Call out to God and say, Lord, I thank you for my husband. I thank you for your keeping him safe wherever he is. I thank you for his preserving himself for me. And I thank you for I cannot wait for you to bring him to me so that I can continue to live in purpose and execute your instruction of multiplication or whatnot. That's just an example. Lord, I thank you for the business that you have given me, my online business. I thank you that it's going to be a success. I thank you that it is done. I thank you that the enemy cannot put a stop to it. I thank you your promises for me are yes and amen. That is how you speak life. That's how you decree a situation for yourself. It's not about what you see. It's about what you speak. God created us in his image. He created us in his likeness. And when it was time to create the world, he went into the void space and he said, let there be light and there was light. Let this separate from this and call that the sky and call this the water. Suddenly things were big, things were happening. Now we serve a big God and he lives with us. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. I beg of you, speak life into your situations. Point number five, dare to believe. Dare to call out the impossible to be possible. This is just a continuation of point number four, but I felt like I need to emphasize this. It's not even so much about speaking life, but it's about daring. Now we're in the dare space. Dare to believe that the impossible, that that which you did not think was possible, that that which you absolutely thought completely impossible can become possible for example you've never had a child you've been waiting on god for a child lord i thank you for my baby boy that's coming through and i thank you for how you you're the one in charge of how it's going to happen and i give praise and glory and honor for you in advance this is an example be outrageous be out there step outside that limitation step outside of that fear step outside of the things that have told you that this is a dead situation ezekiel 37 the hand of the lord came upon me ezekiel and brought me out of this out in the spirit of the lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Ezekiel was over it. Ezekiel was like dry bones, valley, scared. He was out of it. And he said to God, Only you know. But look what God said. It wasn't that... Ezekiel said to him, only you know, but this is how God answered. He said to him, prophesy to these bones, say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones. Surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then and only then shall you know that I am the Lord. You see, God loves to show off and he loves to show off with you. You are his shining star and shine bright for this Jesus. Ezekiel 37, only you know, yet God used Ezekiel's mouth to speak. And so he prophesied as he was commanded. And 
as he promised prophesied there was a noise oh my goodness may there may there be noises may there be rattling for those out there who have been dead for so long for so long and there was a sudden rattling and the bones came together bone to bone have you struggled with something have you struggled with a situation that has kept you bound that has kept you bound that has kept you back speak the word of the lord to that situation lord you have ransomed me you have called me you died for me on the cross of calvary because of you i am alive therefore spirit of addiction you have no space in my life anymore spirit of pornography you have no space in my life anymore from this day forward i remain strong enough to live and fulfill my destiny and believe that the minute you speak it things are moving things are rattling freedom is coming your freedom is a rattle away your breakthrough is a rattle away in 2012 i came back to kenya completely devastated and broken from a lot of failure loads of failure had followed me and condemned me and i remember i joined a class and in this class the theme was ezekiel 37 and i remember the facilitator of the class kept insisting so every time after a class should say go home and decree to your dry bones and i was like this is so silly we cannot keep speaking to dry imaginary bones but you know what i decided to try and i remember the relationship the area that i struggled at the time was my relationship it was the area that i struggled and i went and i was like you know what god here here goes nothing i was like dry bones of marriage that's what i said dry bones of marriage because my ex had done a perfect job of telling me i'll never be married i'm on marriage material this and that and so i said dry bones of marriage i speak life to you hear the word of the lord i will be married before the end of this year and i remember it was 20 um it was going to it was the beginning of 2013 and i had no relation i was in nothing there was no hope there was no sign and i was like hear the word of the lord this year will not end and i will find a husband and so i did that and i did that about my job as well i didn't have a job i did that about my work as like uh, dry bones of employment because i'd really looked for a job and i wasn't getting anything i was like dry bones of employment hear the word of unemployment hear the words of the lord receive breath in Jesus name and the next thing i knew that yeah job marriage done everything fell into place i know for a fact this did not happen by chance this definitely happened because i dared to believe i'm standing from a position of somebody who dared to believe i've dared to believe many things i have endless testimonies endless i have seen rattle after rattle and i'm telling you the minute you open your mouth rattling begins breakthrough begins do not get tired point number 6 forgive 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 don't keep a record of wrongs for your own sake don't walk around angry with people bitter at the end of the day people will do what they need to do set boundaries for yourself and keep it moving why i say this is if you get too caught up in trying to understand people trying to change people trying to get people to see things the way you see you're going to end up very unhappy and very sad the best thing to do is protect your emotions create a bubble where you don't let people hurt you 
And for those who have successfully hurt you, even after you've actively done this, don't keep a record of wrongs. Forgive them. Educate yourself and keep it moving. Don't walk around angry with people. Don't be bitter. At the end of the day, love yourself. And ask God to teach you how to demonstrate the love that you feel for yourself to others as well so that the world is a happier place. Point number seven, renew your mind. Your mind is a battleground that needs renewing. It needs you to keep pushing through. It's hard. It's difficult to stay disciplined. It's hard to read the Bible. It's hard to watch words on YouTube when there's all these distractions. But in 2 Corinthians 4, it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into thought every captivity, bringing into thought, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. In simple terms, Paul is saying, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty in God. So your weapons are mighty in God. It's in Christ Jesus. To pull down strongholds. What are the strongholds? Arguments. Casting down arguments. And everything that sets itself against the knowledge of God. What are the things in your life? Audit yourself. That set themselves against the knowledge of God. That you believe that you have to participate in. To be fulfilled in your life. Renew your mind with the word of God. Spend two minutes. Read a chapter a day. Read two lines a day. Sing a song a day. Feed your spirit. Feed your mind. Win that battle on that front. To give you strength. To keep pushing through day by day. And I promise you, you will never be the same again. Since I started to do this, I started to journal every morning. Because I find it, sometimes I find it boring to read the Bible. But I realize when I journal... When I read and I journal, so much revelation comes and it's become a joy to engage in. So I would advise you to do the same. And your day is just not the same. You wake up fresh. I've done experiments. I've woken up and gone straight on Instagram and started my day on that note. And it doesn't usually go very well. By 10, I'm drained. But when I spend time in this presence, even if it's 15 minutes, I just, I'm like, God, take over my day. Go before me and keep me, protect me. And when he goes ahead of me, the day is never the same. So I would encourage you, renew, renew, renew your mind. Your mind is the battleground. No, you're not like that. You're not naturally built like that. You can win that battle. Those annoying things about yourself that you'd like to change, take it to Jesus. Let him pull down those strongholds. May he cast down those arguments and every high thing that sets itself against you. And finally, your relationship with God is so important relationship meaning have you given your life to god do you know him personally my previous guest talks talked about allowing yourself to receive this love he thirsts for you he died for you he died for you love suffers long and is kind that's his love for you his love doesn't envy it doesn't parade itself it's not puffed it's not rude it doesn't seek its own way it's not provoked it thinks no evil it doesn't rejoice in iniquity. It rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes, hopes, endures all things. Listen to this. Love never fails. Where there are prophecies, they will fail. Where there are tongues, they will cease. Where there is knowledge, it will vanish. For we know in part, we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. 
God's looking to perfect his love in you. God's looking to have relationship with you. And on this note, I just want to say to the one who doesn't know Jesus as their personal savior. You can say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I recognize that I'm a sinner. I recognize that I have fallen short. I acknowledge that your son Jesus died on the cross for us. I do acknowledge that. I ask that you write my name in the book of life. I ask that you make me brand new. I I ask that you wash away all my sin, all my iniquity, all my failures. And that you renew me by your strength day by day. May I be a vessel of honor for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you can make this space a home for your heart.